Monsters Digimon on the Champions. If you were a kid in the US during the late 90s or early 2000s and you had access to a channel with the Fox Kids programming block, you certainly remember this poetry from the anime Digimon Digital Monsters. Their lyrics as beautiful and important as any national anthem. But how did the Digimon, the little creatures from the digital world that we race to fight and evolve, become the champions? Become the champions. And how did a line of virtual pets eventually spawn a massive franchise that span across anime, video games, trading cards, manga, and adorable plushies? To figure that out, we have to go back to the ancient times of 1996. Hey y'all. Sound editor Lavish Jewels here, who is also the hostess, yes. Um, so today I'm gonna probably sound much more echoey than usual because um my original tiny mic has apparently broken. I'm not entirely sure if it's broken, but it has not been, um, you know, sound checking at all. I can't seem to make it work. I don't know what's going on with that. But, uh, yeah, so just expect me to sound like this and enjoy this episode with my guest today. So, with Ash is fine. Okay, cool. I, I promise I won't be re revealing your identity or home address to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do my best not to not to just dox people that are <laughs> so gracious enough to be my guest, you know, because I'll be strange. Yeah, I feel like you would have fewer and fewer guests over <laughs> over the course of time. I most certainly would. And like, and like me, lots of people that I know that I want to have guests as on the show are very much like me. They like a lot of things that I like, and those things overlap, like, the <clears throat> nature of this podcast, which is, uh, like, doing burlesque and anime, two of my favorite things, mm -hmm. but things also go into nerdlesque and cosplay, since cosplay is essentially, or nerdlesque is essentially cosplay on stage in burlesque format. <laughs> Basically, yeah. 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 You, you basically you cosplay, and then you do the process of taking off your cosplay, but just sexily and on stage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or via the internet, if that's what you do, you know. True. True. People are doing these days. Um. So yeah. Okay. I'm so excited, but now I just got nervous. <laughs> oh no. I've been so chill this whole week. I was like, I got this. This will be fine. This will be great. But I knew that I was gonna be really excited anyway. So now I'm like. <laughs> so um okay you got you got water did you have your snack yes i had my uh my snack and i have my water on standby perfect i had a little um uh i don't want to say like mini like i don't know like saturday morning cartoon watch of some of the latest episodes of digimon adventure 2020 and it like prepped me for this because i I didn't know how many episodes were going to be in this uh, full season, mm -hmm. and apparently it's going to be like sixty-six episodes. Holy cow! Yeah, that right. Is... The first, yeah, the first season of the original was like fifty-four, and I was like, okay. But I was like, wow. I thought they were going to like do it more traditionally the way anime actually is nowadays, with like mm -hmm. like the shorter twenty-four episode format series, or like break it up into cores or something like that. And they're like, no, we're just going to go all in. I'm like wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gonna put it all, put it all out there. Yeah. All right. Well, all I mean, right. Digimon fans are not gonna complain. I am excited about that. Right. Um, I'm actually I'm looking up 
the uh I wanted to see yeah you yeah 66 mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I wanted to look up a couple things too I I also watched a few episodes um I'm only on episode five so I'm not super far along uh, oh wow yeah well you know <laughs> I, no, I do know story. um mm-hmm. so I I will I will humbly request as few spoilers as possible but I also feel like if it goes you know, along the same way as the 1999 one did, then I feel like I probably already know what's going to happen. It's just going to look better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, if you're, I think if you're, what's it? I'm trying to remember, I think episode five. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good spot. But um, I mean, most of the questions that I have don't get that far into the new series just okay. yet. Because okay. I definitely want to cover like the things we both already fully know of, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. That's all. I pretty much, like, consumed every type of Digimon thing, except for I never watched anything past, like, halfway through Tamers. Oh, really? Yes. But I know, like, enough, like, I know, like, little bits and pieces here and there, just as far as, like, just stuff that seeped into, like, pop culture, or just things that I've looked Mm -hmm. up. So, like, I know of like uh, uh, like Data Squad and Cross Wars and all that, but I don't know them as intimately as I know the first two seasons. And okay, that's and stuff. Okay, that's totally perfect. Because I was gonna ask. Uh, well, we'll get into that, but okay, that's perfectly that's perfectly fine. Because honestly, like, not that my knowledge stops at uh, like Tamers or Frontier that came right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause those are good but after personally for me after frontier it kind of went so far off of what digimon originally was and mm-hmm. maybe that i was at a certain age i was just like mm, huh, it, is, it, doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same it hits different yeah. and, not, and not the great great bestest kind of way you know so i'm just gonna give it a break and see what comes up after this because i think i can't remember when i heard about try coming out but it was definitely like a good three to four years before try happened yeah and and try was even late on the come up, so I was like, okay, well that's fine. <laughs> this is what I want. Oh, I got so. I'll try, but we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. About try. Oh yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tiny Mike Talks podcast. We, your host is me, Lavish Jules. That's me. I'm Lavish Jules. Don't you forget it. And today, I get to chat with a fellow burlesque hottie co-producer of Dripping in Melanin and fellow Brucity Bombshell and Black Nerd, Avery X Machina. Hello. hello. Yeah. And today we're doing a gentle deep dive into Digimon today. <laughs> a gentle and deep dive. I love it. It's like Patamon, you know? Like, he's gentle, but he's also real deep. Like, he can punch the soul out of your body. So, like that. <laughs> My goodness, I just thought about like, because I listened to like two other podcasts about Digimon and they talk about, I think they both have women on them, but like they talk about other women who love like, I don't want to say like fetishizing, but definitely sexualizing Digimon because like they're anamorphized digital animals. And I'm like, oh, I see it. I never really felt that way as a kid or as an adult, but I get it. I see it. Sure. It's just not for me. No, I, I, I get that. Like I definitely... I've definitely heard a lot of uh, positive feedback about like Leo Mon and his flesh-colored nipples, and oh my, <laughs> or like Anton <laughs> or you know, 
any of them. Yeah, yeah. I we can we can talk more about that later if we have time, if you would like, because sure. <laughs> it it it's really interesting. Uh, one of my last episodes, I talked to Dora about Pokemon, and somehow we didn't bring up Digimon or or furries, but we did talk about B stars a little bit. But that's that's a little different. But <laughs> one of the other podcasts I listened to, they just talked about um, well, they were talking about the latest episodes of Digimon and how. Uh, where Garuvan did this thing, and they compared him to Lagoshi and like Haru, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's so cute, and it's I almost cried watching it. Honestly, this morning I was like, ah. But <laughs> speaking of crying, I can see that Garuvanza. <laughs> he's got a nice. He, he wears pants, right? He's the one that's like bipedal and wears pants. That's where Garuvan. Oh. Where Garuvan is wearing pants. Oh, that is really smart, actually. <laughs> yeah. So then he's the, the quadrupedal one before he evolves to mm-hmm. wearing pants. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Where Garuvan is wearing pants. <laughs> right? It's. I was like, I got it when I was a kid. I was like, that's so silly, but I guess. <laughs> but sure. That makes it easy, you know, for kids to, like, get it and, like, understand, like, the evolution of how they, like, evolve, I guess. You know? Yeah, unless, you know, you're me and you just, that completely flew over your head all the way up until about a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, we're gonna, we're both going to learn some things today, I'm sure. Sure, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, when, I'm assuming, because <clears throat> we're about, like, we're, I think we're going to be, like, a year or two apart, like, a few years, maybe. But I'm assuming uh, you were also a kid, like a little kid, when you started watching Digimon. Like you started uh, on four kids as well. Yes, I think I think when I first started watching it, it was still Fox Kids, but it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it was still like they had the the new episodes on like Saturday mornings, and then they like did, and then I think after a point they started doing reruns in the afternoon around like mm-hmm. four four thirty. I just remember catching it when I got home from school. Every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was about the same time. And then eventually I know that they, like, it turned or changed to four kids. And they were still showing it there. And I would still watch it there, too. Um, yeah. I know we were talking a little bit earlier. I really only focused more so on, like, the first two seasons. So Digimon Adventure 1 and 2. And then, like, Heard of Tamers. Yeah but kind of fell off after that point. But when I wasn't in, into Digimon Adventure 1 and 2, I was really into it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Digimon is amazing. So, but you, so you like Digimon more than Pokemon and like lots of other things that came out around that time besides like Sailor Moon, which was before mm-hmm. Digimon. But then also, I don't know how you feel about um, like card captors at all. Um, I didn't really get into card captures. Uh, it just, I don't know. It just, I think it just didn't really like catch me like um, Sailor Moon did or like Digimon did. Um, I don't really know because mm-hmm. I mean, Digimon and Sailor Moon are both like generally pretty different shows. I mean, aside from them both yeah. being anime and both having bright colors and both having like transformation slash magical slash like that type of stuff. Um, I'm not exactly sure, like, what common thread, if anything, they had that kind of, like, caught my attention, and not not so much the others, but um, I was really into those two, and then, like, I kind of watched, um, like, other shows, like, I know Escaflone was on, 
uh, when Tsunami was oh, yeah. uh, in that after school block or like at the end of the day, uh, school block. Yeah. Um, I watched a little bit of like Dragon Ball Z. Um, mm-hmm. That was about it. Yeah. Pokemon never really like got me, I guess. I think part of it was also I was spiteful even as a young child and was like, everyone's into it, so I'm not going to be into it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And I think, then also it oh. just didn't really grab me, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thinking about it, the, 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 the similar through lines between uh, Sailor Moon and um, Digimon, in my eyes, are that they are both team team-based series whereas like Usagi um Serena is essentially the main character in Sailor Moon but her team and like their power of friendship is really what like brings it together there's just the three-man team on Pokemon and essentially also like a three-man team in Card Captors. okay yeah you know I can I can agree with that because like especially like, even with Digimon even though a lot there was a, definitely a lot more focus put on like Tai and Matt Yamato mm-hmm. or Taichi. I'm using dub names because that's what I grew up on. Yeah. Um, okay, that's fine. I was like, I appreciate that you said both. Yeah. But yeah, we could definitely just go with the uh, dub American okay, names. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess like there was definitely a lot of focus on, on those two, um, but it was like a team based thing like a team-based like story at the end of the day like they all had to work together to you know deal with the big bad or you know combine their powers or whatever their their digimon or what have you yeah all that just reminds me did you ever watch uh captain planet yes <laughs> yes captain planet is the best yeah it's maybe think of, like our powers combined we can yeah exactly they, they you know summoned a, a Toothpaste colored dude with a green mullet and hot pants. Yes. Like I just, I just want to ask oh. whoever came up with that design. Like, what? So what's going on? Right. I don't know if it was hot pants or it was like a bodysuit. Essentially, was just the legs out because I'm like, this man is practically yeah, naked. But I guess because he's like toothpaste colored, he's like teal. Yeah. Like when I saw him <laughs> as a child, I was. It's probably like his hair is green because of like the green of the you know, the planet, and his skin is blue because of the water. I don't know, but like, when I first saw him, when I saw him as a kid, I was just like, toothpaste. <laughs> very, he's very, like, Crest Colgate, kind of, yeah. so yeah, definitely. Um, but going back to, to cartoons across the, across the pond, but um, yeah, I would definitely agree that um, I'm interested in show, in like, stories that require people to put their shit to the side and work together even like when they don't want to or even when like whatever you know situation or obstacles that arise come up yeah yeah definitely that's very much how I feel and it's something that's so interesting to me because when they changed from like the big group of seven to like the smaller groups I think is it across wars I have no I, I think so yeah cross wars and um Data Squad, they switched to like three men, like three three people groups. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know about this. And I, I I saw them, but I didn't actually watch them, you know. I was just like, oh I know of them. So yeah, my my personal knowledge stops at Frontier. Cause I'm I feel like I I can't remember if I actually finished Frontier. Maybe. 
but I know there was like a movie that like definitively definitively finished it and it was a very interesting thing I was like oh I should actually I think I just heard about it like a couple of weeks ago so I was like I should actually watch that because that actually sounds like really interesting instead of like these teenagers in their drama <laughs> because the drama between the kids was really dumb but I digress um but yeah speaking, did you enjoy the the I'm sorry, say, just uh, keep in mind when kids are when kids are that young. A lot of their drama is real dumb. <laughs> is real, real, real dumb. I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> stop. Um, but did you enjoy the four kids theme, or do you feel like we were, uh, like like we missed out on the original butterfly theme song? Like having heard it, heard the original theme song now, like because they put it all throughout. Try without making any sort of English dub changes at all. That's true. Um, I do think that we missed out on it. I think, and I kind of have that same feeling about like a lot of dubs of Japanese of Japanese cartoons back in like late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands, where so much was like edited for you know Western audiences, and like we did miss out on a lot of stuff. And sometimes it just kind of came down to just like music differences, like even with um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even with I keep going back to Sailor Moon because of who I am as a person, but. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have a whole Sailor Moon episode together one of these Bet. days for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. There was definitely <laughs> music that was in the original, um, the original series that we didn't get when it when it was brought over here, and they you know redubbed it and did all the new music for it. Um, and I think that's a shame, mm-hmm. just because it was really good music, and the music that was supplied, in my personal opinion, was not consistently as good. Although, I will say, Carry On is a banger, and I love that song way more than the music that originally played during that last battle between um, Princess Serenity and 
Barrel, Queen Barrel. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And that's that's something that I really feel like yeah, we missed out on. Because, like, in the, what was it? Is it Saban? Yeah. Saban had Power Rangers and they had Sailor Moon at all the same time. I think they, did they have, maybe that was Deke. I don't know. They had a whole licensing mm-hmm. thing with Deke. But I know they kept, they did a similar thing because I was like, oh, it's a Senshi. So, like, we'll just keep reusing the same animation in the same music in the same like certain things i'm just like oh my god i see it stop yeah. <laughs> i'm a child but right. i'm not that dumb and yeah there was definitely you know one thing that i will say that i you know kind of learned from watching anime and even just like cartoons in other countries is that like the u.s particularly like people it's getting better but um there was definitely this like the prevalent the prevailing belief that if it's a cartoon it's automatically for children and it's automatically for any mm. age of child at any point and that's not true mm. <laughs> like that, that, not, yeah that's not true like someone I, I don't know if you know about this but uh was it last year either like i think is it earlier mid 2020 um, Australia went to ban all anime, all animation stuff, because they're like, Wallace is for kids. And someone told them about hentai, and they're like, well, this is getting into child's faces, so let's just ban all anime, all animated stuff. And they're like, you can- that's dumb. Hentai is like a t- like 10% of a fraction of what actual anime is out right, there. That- and while there's some good quality, it's definitely not for kids. It's not marketed to kids. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing with, you know, manga and graphic enough, novels, too. Like, people think if it's drawn mm-hmm. or it's animated, it's automatically for children. And, you know, whether you're four mm-hmm. or 14 or 18, you can read it. And it's, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's not how that works. It's just a medium. What you make of it is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not inherently a child's, you know, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, um, which is why they're like um, MPAA ratings, like for movies and also for video games and also for TV shows and definitely cartoons. Like there's the, I feel like they put like certain things on for like, oh, this is the minimum. Like, I feel like there are lots of adults who still love um, like Winnie the Pooh and like Sesame Street and the Muppets, of course, and anything like that. It's like, oh, in Sesame Street and Arthur, it's like, these things can be for kids, especially if you started watching it as a child, but if you grow into it continually, you'll probably still like it. Find something to latch on to it that works with you, but it's not always going to be for a kid's mindset. And there are so many adult jokes in Peppa Pig. My sister watches it with her two-year-old, and she's like, this girl loves this show. I don't know why, but the parents crack me up. <laughs> I've never watched a single Peppa Pig, hilarious. so I don't, I can't relate, but I believe you. Yeah, I, I've only been forced to watch it because her daughter watches it all the time, and every time I see her, it's Peppa Pig. And I'm like, okay. I just, I just right. know that she's the sure. pig whose like head looks like a penis. That's all. <laughs> I never. Now you'll never unthink like it. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness gracious! I never want to see this. I'm, ne- I'm never going to watch the show on my own. And I'm sure, actually, I'm sure you know this. Actually, uh, was it a couple years ago? Like four years ago, uh, at the Alberto Drag Show. I'm you were in that show and that was amazing oh my god i think about that all the time but (laughs) yes um but the hostess i think at the time host they had they had such a thing with peppa pig they kept saying peppa Peppa pig my queen and i I was assuming that there was a college-age student who was hosting and i'm like 
is this a meme? Is this a Peppa Pig meme? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't yeah. know. I haven't seen Peppa Pig. Should I watch Peppa Pig? And, I, and I'm pretty sure I was talking to, like, Ashley and, like, Dora Diamond at the time. And they're like, I have no idea. And I'm like, this is yeah, it would have been, Yeah, because it probably was somebody from the GSA. Because they're the ones that I would put on the, the mm-hmm. drag show. Um, I feel like we have veered off topic. Uh, my bad. A little tiny <laughs> bit, but... <laughs> But that's like I feel like you're gonna, you're gonna do a great job like keeping me on topic because I I'm really good at rambling. <laughs> Thank <You're welcome>. you. <laughs> so um, so yeah, because um, there's so much westernization that happens to anime, and I feel like a lot of times that's mm-hmm. a problem. And it showed in a written like certain ways in like the original dub that somewhat crossover in the new one, but not nearly as much. Because I didn't realize this, because I thought Joe was the, like the, the same age as all of them, but he's like I think a year or two older than yeah, all of them, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, oh, you have to address me as like your uh, as your senpai because I'm older than you, and he's like, and they're like, oh, well, you gotta, t-, or he's like, oh, I have to take the reins and I have to be responsible, I have to be responsible, and I have to study and I have to do this, but he's not really the leader type. <laughs> so, like you could be older, but you don't have to be the leader about everything all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's but, cool. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, it really changes um, the character dynamics because if you're thinking of all of them at as the exact same age or like a year at most between them, it's like, okay, all these kids are the same age. How often is it that all these kids are actually the same age that, in friend groups? Right. In my mind, it's not very common. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. Even in school, but, like... Generally, I would be friends with people in my, mm-hmm. my grade, but especially when, once I got to high school, like one of my best friends was a year behind me. And, you know, I had friends that were seniors when I was a sophomore. So it's it's not super common mm-hmm. for like, especially if they're going to summer camp. Like, it's just, you know, it's just all different mm-hmm. kids from, you know, the area where they're at in Tokyo. And just, you know, they're not going to know everyone and they're not going to be the same age. Yeah, exactly. And seeing it, uh, I guess maybe I should keep thinking of the new series so much because they, well, I don't want to spoil no it. Spoiler, so we'll get there when we get there. Maybe in our, no spoilers. Uh, but when we do, because I'm sure we will do another episode about Digimon, okay. we can get into it then. But for now, let's go back. So I guess out of the seasons that you have seen, which would be your favorite season and which would be your favorite characters, like your top five top favorite five. characters. Um, my favorite season is Digimon Adventure 02. Um, my top five mm-hmm. favorite characters. Strange. I know Ken is number one. <laughs> um, for reasons I oh, will get okay. into in a moment, probably. Uh, mm-hmm. hmm. I think after that would probably be Wizardmon. Um, for your favorite, like, character overall, like, not just Digimon, just character overall? Yeah, I, I didn't Digimon. know if we were talking about kids or if we were talking about, like, all the characters. Uh, well, yeah, I, I made separate lists, but definitely thinking about um, just characters overall. Yeah, you can okay. put whoever. Yeah, whatever. I would say probably two would be Wizardmon, three would be Gatomon or Tailmon. Um, mm-hmm. Four would be probably oh probably Izzy. 
And then five mm-hmm. would probably be. I don't know. I have to think about that for a minute. Maybe Anjuman. Or no, Anjuman. Okay. Yes. Oh, I love Anjuman, yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh my God. Oh, that makes me so mad because I um I missed an opportunity to buy a cosplay that someone was selling of her. It was kind of expensive, but I was like, it yeah. makes sense that's kind of expensive. And I kept like yeah, and I kept going back and forth and back and forth on it. And I was like, you know what? I'll get it. And then as soon as I thought about getting it, it was oh, gone. No. I was like, ah, no. That's how it goes. Missed such an opportunity. That's, that really is how it goes. Isn't that just the way of it? Mm-hmm. Next time I see it and it's not like fucking like $1,000 or something, then I'm like, honestly, I don't want it to be $500. Either, of, but... You got a lot of wings and you got a lot of... The, the shield or the, the mask head thing and there's a lot of people mm-hmm. lots of belts lots, lots of, of yeah. on her ribbon. Uh, you gotta get a wig all those things yeah um, you know oh. I think the thing about Angela Wan is that she's actually kind of naked and people don't like I didn't think about that as a kid. Like I kind of did. I was like, "Oh, she has like, oh, she has like that big um, uh, that pink ribbon, which I don't know how it stays on her." But right, yeah, it's just just through the magic of data. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, that's what is like. Hmm? What was that? I think the music is interacting or is like interfering and making doing the garbling thing. Um, could you potentially turn it down a little bit? Yeah. I just okay. paused it. <laughs> I didn't want to wait. I just add. Okay. Sorry. I, it was just getting, it was making it hard for like me to hear you and then also for like it to do the things. No, totally fair. I was wondering why I kept hearing like extra sounds too. And I'm like, what? what is this? What is this? And then I definitely, it felt like the music was getting like louder and louder. And I'm like, I haven't changed the volume. Why are you so loud? Fair enough. Um, oh, yes, favorites. Um, so I did make on my list. Um, mm-hmm. What was the next question? Oh, um, so wait, uh, so did you mind Adventure OT yes. too? is like your top favorite? So like what else would come underneath I mean, that to be in, fair, in I've list? only seen the first two seasons. So it would have to be. Uh, Digimon Adventure One, uh, just because I didn't see enough of Tamers mm-hmm. to really form like a, a an opinion on it one way or the other, so I don't really have one. Yeah. Mm. And then try is just at the bottom oh, of that list, try. or just see, try and like <laughs> care about try. <laughs> no, that's not fair. Um, try would go at the bottom. Uh, I would say probably <laughs> Digimon Adventure Two. So far, I would then say. Um, the uh, Digimon the 2020 series reboot, and then the 1999 version, and then try. Yeah. Just I don't know if you want to put Kazuna in there because I think it was a no, it was a series, wasn't it, or was it a movie? No. Okay. Yeah, Kazuna was a movie. Um, yes, try would be at the bottom for reasons I will probably get into soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then. Hmm. Okay. Uh, 
I have these ordered in a certain way and but now I want to talk about Kazuna, but we'll get into Kazuna a little bit later. Um, so I think, because I briefly made my list, my favorite season is season one, like the original. And I haven't put the new season in there yet, even though I want to. I'm surprised you put yours in the list. Because, I'm guessing. I mm, mean, you're only five episodes in. <laughs> completely down the toilet and I, <laughs> I'll change it. <laughs> Honestly, it's a it's a good guess. Like I might, I would, honestly, I probably end up changing. You know what? I just realized I made a four, a fours top ten instead of a, a four top five instead Whoa. of a, a, an actual top five. But <laughs> so I guess maybe for nostalgia, I would put uh, Adventure 90, 1999 first spot, and then twenty twenty in the second spot, <laughs> and then and then Tamers because I watched that whole thing. And I didn't know this until like way after the fact, but it made sense. But um, that season of Digimon was storyboarded and written by Satoshi Kon, who did Perfect Blue and Millennium Actress and really? Tokyo Godfathers and Paprika. Yeah, so it makes sense why it's all trippy. And, you know like, what? It's I think I watch it now because I love his work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, you might like it, like rewatching it as an adult. Not, like I honestly want to rewatch it too. Maybe we should do a, a watch party. To watch to rewatch this because it's kind of crazy. Uh, it, yeah, if, if anyone in the, in the audience is listening has not seen Digimon Tamers, I highly recommend it. It's they also do like a three man th- thing kind of like there are other kids who can't, who come around, but it's mainly like a group of three kids and they're Digimon, but they're I think not really at all in the digital world and they're really dealing with their Digimon in the real world. And it's really, really interesting. And I'm like, wow, I love this realism, but it's also kind of scary. <laughs> like, like thinking about if you, it really made me think as a child, like if I had a Digimon, cause I wanted to have Digimon. Like if you had a Digimon that just turned into a giant dinosaur, went from being cute to giant, what would you do with that? Like, it would just be around, how could you fit him into your house? You know, it's like. That's true. This was Hamer's. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Really am familiar. The only Digimon I'm familiar with is the one that apparently all furries want to fuck. Um, oh, Renamon, <laughs> yeah. I like that you knew exactly what you want. <laughs> oh my god, the fan art of her is just everywhere. Honestly, I, she's one of she's my favorites. Like, furry. she's in my top five mm-hmm. as number five, but she's also she's she's not just like very pretty, but she's also amazing and like works really well with like her tamer, and she's real like. I don't know. Maybe she's my type. I don't know. <laughs> but like she's like cold and hard. That's where, like, yeah, no, she's she's very sleek, and I think one. I know actually, you know what? I know one of the things that kind of put me off to Tamers was I just didn't like how like aloof and standoffish. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Rika is like I was Rika. like eh, I mm-hmm. just I, I want like I don't know. I kind of wanted like. Uh, like a female character that like was not I don't know just not aloof not kind of just like standoffish but mm-hmm. um now I don't care I'll watch it now but I think at the time I was just really looking for like female characters that weren't that for some reason and so that turned me off at the time mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I think the the dub voice for the main kid with the goggles also just irritated but oh, I can get over that, and I can watch the yeah. the, the the original, and that's fine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, Rika was definitely a turnoff for me at first, but I was like, Renamon is her redemption, but also she needs to be nicer to Renamon because what the fuck? She's not like an animal. She's not, she's not a, not, not just animal, but she's not like a machine, you know? So that was a thing for me. But she did like get redemption overall. So I was like, thank goodness. But uh, yeah, and Takuya's voice, a little bit grating. Takuya with, um, I, why can't I remember his Digimon's name? His Digimon is so cute. It works because his Digimon is very cute, but it's just it's also like these voices together can be a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I agree with that. Yeah, at, at a certain time, like there's lots of periods where it's just silence, and it's like, oh, okay, this is fine. I can do this. Uh, but really, overall, Digimon Tamers did a lot of like um, mm-hmm. a lot of character work which I thought was really, really good. Because not that I wasn't expecting that. I I mean, I wasn't expecting Rika to be the way that she is. And because she was so different from the previous Digidestin girls that had that we had seen, like she was being cold and aloof was opposite of every other female Digidestin that we'd seen. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm interested in her character. I like that she's very, um, I guess, competitive and straightforward about wanting to battle instead of shying away from it. I thought that was cool of her, like her and her Digimon mm-hmm. both being kind of cutthroat. But I was also like, she doesn't have to be a bitch to real people though. <laughs> like she doesn't have to be mean to these other people who actually have Digimon. Like to, to these snot nosed kids who are trying to bully her or bully anyone else. Yeah, destroy those kids. Yeah. But not other kids. I, I who can have agree Digimon. with that too. And I think that's what I didn't like was just, she was just very, she was just mean. I don't want a mean kid like to to try to relate through it's funny though because my personality is much more direct and like not cutthroat but um definitely direct and like plain speak than I was when I was a kid around those around that age so I feel like I her personality Mm -hmm. bothers me a little less but like also still don't be mean (laughs) like to people who don't deserve it that's not that's not cool yeah that's just kind of yeah exactly don't be me just for the sake of being me right yeah i agree yeah <laughs> i also agree uh so oh okay and then my top five oh wait did i put okay wait i said tamers was number three and then frontier because there's lots of teenage drama because they're like actually like teenagers like between the ages of like like 14 and like 17 okay. i think yeah and I think there were like four or five of them. And there was all this like interpersonal drama. And I was like, y'all need to stop this. Because you could die at any moment. Stop this. Excuse me. Hopefully that was not loud. Gesundheit. It was loud enough. It was okay. I'm kidding. It's okay. Sorry. I'm trying to hold it in. Oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, it's bad for you to hold it in. Just let that sneeze out. Fine. Uh, and then try is also like at the bottom of my top five because again like also like yeah I haven't seen the other ones I want I want to see was it Applemon because I've heard good things about that because that one's like very much like set in the modern day modern day world with um what you call it with um with like Digimon being able to connect to your phone and like making mm-hmm. Digimon into apps and like apps coming to life kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah it seems really, yeah. But I think it's also 
like a like a three a three kid group kind of thing and i'm like huh people just have hard times with like I guess. Big cast, that's why I guess. They but i guess cut it down consolidated whatever you want to call it yeah yeah i don't i don't hate it i guess i'm just not as much of a fan i'm like eh, it's okay i like to have more uh, like bigger casts for some reason i, don't know I like bigger casts <laughs> when like there's at least like enough time and enough like agreement across writers to actually like show each character but like since that doesn't happen a lot and that's one of the, like the the grievances the few grievances i do have with uh adventure 2 um just because and also to mm-hmm. some extent kazuna too but um when that does happen it's really cool but like when it doesn't happen you pretty much just have like two or three really developed characters and then the other ones are just kind of like out there. <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Like thinking about it in like the original 99, like Sora was very, I wouldn't say she was sidelined, but she was very made to be yeah. like the warrior wart more than anything. And I was like, Sora has more personality here because she's an adventurous kid, but we're not seeing a lot of that. I and it was a little that. frustrating. Yeah. And even with like, because um, I know with um, O2, there was like a whole side like, storyline that like had to do with like Kari and Ken and the Dark Ocean and like all of this stuff and they they talked about it for maybe two episodes an episode and a half and then just never spoke of it again (laughs) and I was just like wait but that was really that could have what (laughs) like why didn't you like Go in and right. I, since since then I've done like some reading and like watched like a couple of like videos and stuff and apparently there was a lot of like infighting amongst the writers, um, in uh, when the story was being written mm. and like and directed and all or produced and all that and it sucks because that was like a whole like side like storyline that could have been explored and like it would have been nice to like maybe learn even learn more about Davis or like. Uh, Yoli even um just because like we got a little bit about um mm-hmm. Cody like with his grandfather but like mm-hmm. not a lot yeah so that was that was that, that's kind of a bummer and that's why I if I'm given the option I would rather just have like a smaller cast just because maybe then you can like actually like explore those those uh those stories and those those characters it would be nice. Oh, Jaden mm-hmm. is here. I'm going to take one minute and run these boots out. Okay. Feel okay, free cool. to right talk about whatever. I mean, it's your podcast. Obviously, do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking yeah. now. Bye. <laughs> okay. See you in a few. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit this out. This will be okay, though. Hmm. I gotta... She should link me these videos. Because I, I myself definitely want to know more about what happened in Adventure 2. What happened? Actually, I've definitely talked about this because I don't, I don't like Davis, but it's because he got so much focus. 
And then when Ken showed up, Ken got a lot of focus, but Ken was actually interesting. <laughs> Ken didn't have main character syndrome. Davis definitely did. TK and Kari did not, but they were unfortunately sidelined constantly, even though they were very important kids having the, what's what I'm looking for here? Having the holy Digimon and all that. And I don't even think that even, oh, that, uh, that Ken would have a more important Digimon. So that's where my, I mean, where mom's cool. But it's essentially like a Weedle. A Weedle and a Caterpie had a baby. Maybe that's what was. He was upset that he got this Digimon instead of something really cool. So he wanted to take other people's Digimon and make them his own. Which is, I'm not, it's not fair, but I can understand it, I guess. I think I kind of even want to see, would want to see more from Yoli. Because I didn't like, like Yoli because she seemed very one note. And I was like, Yoli, you got to be important for more reasons than just I having your crush on a boy. Like, come on, Yoli. <laughs> I'm talking about um, how much I wanted Yoli to um, <clears throat> have more than the one note of just liking a boy too, and I, for her character. Her- disliked it because like at the end her and Ken have kids like quote unquote I don't believe that at all but someone can put that out there and I love that is not my canon (laughs) and I will not accept any criticizing of him at all but what (laughs) that doesn't make any sense and they had kids right he could have done so much better Right, like they, like I feel like they didn't have nearly enough, like not just chemistry, but like interaction. Like you can have a crush on someone, but like you're not gonna get married to them just because you yeah, like them and they're like, also to be destined. Like, like he's what? Cute, and then like apparently they're I'm assuming married and with children, and I don't understand, especially with um, because in Kazuna she's like traveling abroad, and this was what after this was after they. They graduated high school. They were graduating from undergrad, right? Generally. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think so yeah, like, they were in. And she was yeah. traveling abroad. Like, I have a really hard time believing that Yoli is just going to, like, come back to Tokyo, like, meet up with Ken again at some point and settle down and become a housewife. Like, no. Yeah, that doesn't seem like her like, being that adventurous. Like, she was literally in Spain. And she was like, hey, I'm already in Barcelona, so why not, like, palm this off on you guys for this research? And Ken, Cody, right. and Davis are just in New York eating ramen. That and, like, cool. I don't know what they're that doing they're, in New York, but that's cool. <laughs> like, like, um, and coincidentally, all, you know, traveling together. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I guess kind of speaking about that, um, let's see. Like, that yeah let's talk about hmm I'm trying to figure out where that comes in like because Kazuna I think someone just said that it wasn't supposed to be I, canon I'm like why would they make it if it's not canon that doesn't make any sense and yeah but they said that uh try is supposed to be canon and I'm like okay sure I guess even though that seemed really deep but then like so 
not as right. much came of that kind of I guess but okay and then but I feel like it makes sense if they do if, if try happens and then Kazuna happens after that because at the end of try spoilers for try they still have their Digimon and at the end of Kazuna they don't spoiler they don't have them the so tears. you know if you have a Kazuna sorry <laughs> well, literally like I, I waited to watch Kazuna before I asked Ash to be on this podcast and before I watched yeah, any no, reviews of it because I was like, I can't. It literally did. I watched it twice. The first time I fell asleep on it, which I was like, why did I do that? But it's because my internet was being weird and it was taking forever to load. But <laughs> I... Yeah, it, oof. Oh, it was wrecked for sure. It was rough. Yeah. And it was so rough. And so, and speaking of rough, let's just get into that roughness before we get into okay. Adventure 2020, let's talk about Digimon Try. Um, yeah, did you uh, have any expectations going um, into it? I think, let's think about that for a second. I guess I did have the expectation that if they were going to go with, like, the the end of the of Digimon Adventure 02, where they're all aged up and they have their different careers and their families, if they're going to treat that as canon to, like, at least allude to that, at least for some of the characters. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to... I mean, they didn't... Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head if they really did, because, like, Matt's still gonna, you know, be a musician and it's kind of hard to... I feel like you, it would be difficult to both be a musician and also be an astronaut. So, one had to go. And I'm pretty sure yeah. it was astronaut. <laughs> Um, but I think that was really the only real, like, expectation was just that, like, to make it, like, a definitive decision on whether or not they were going to take that, that projection forward as canon. Um, other than that, like, I guess I just expected it to be fun. I don't know. (laughs) Like, and I mean, I will say, you know, Mm -hmm. before I start what, doing what will sound like I'm trashing it. I do like, there are things about Try that I did appreciate. I did appreciate that each episode took time to talk or to like focus on two characters and like their adjustment to like life and growing up and all that. Um, It was all a little bit more like solemn Mm -hmm. than I was expecting, I guess. There was lots of just like quiet moments of like introspection and uh, voiceovers and stuff like that. But I... I was thankful for that because that is something that Kazuna did not do, which makes me sad. But um, mm-hmm. try oh. definitely like did that like focused on that on on like two characters per episode, so that was nice. Um, and I like that they use butterfly. Mm-hmm. I think those are my two yes positive yes yes <laughs> about try. And I, if you if it's your favorite, I respect that. Okay. I um, agree with you, but I respect that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I don't know if I can agree with someone if they tell me that that's their favorite. I'd be like, did you right. even watch the original Digimon? But <laughs> well, but I mean, I feel like if someone watched the original Digimon, it would be like the first season, those first fifty episodes only, and didn't get to that second season of the first mm-hmm. season of, or. It's because it's split into two seasons, and the second season of the first Digimon is a little weird. It's not bad, but it's a little weird, and it gets different. And then I feel like it's still good though; like it makes it interesting. But then, like if and also if you didn't watch, 
like uh, Adventure 02 or anything after that. Like, I don't know. I was definitely expecting more with yes. uh, the Adventure 02 kids and whatnot, but not a whole ton because it like all the posters definitely seemed like it was just focusing on the original Digidestin, like them yeah. in high school, it seemed. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And see how they like deal with stuff. And they did somewhat cool stuff. I don't know. But I was like, I never ever, I think I didn't see nearly as many adults as I should have. (laughs) But I think that's another thing that I did expect. I guess. Well, I didn't expect them to have the O2 kids because they weren't in any of the like posters or anything. But when like the first like two scenes or the first scene is the O2 kids getting whatever, knocked over, killed, injured, put unconscious, whatever. Like, when you tease that, and then you have somebody pretending to be the Digimon Emperor, and then you have, like, if you're going to tease them, then, like, at least do something with them, and don't just have them, like, yeah, like, literal background, like, just, like, silhouettes of their heads, like, that's it, and, like, that, I think, was probably (laughs) something that irritated me the most. Because, like, I'm fine with watching a series that's just the O1 kids. Like, I'm cool with that. But, like, if you're going to tease the O2 kids, at least follow Mm -hmm. through on it. That's my only thing. Yeah, for real. I have to send you this video uh, after the fact. It's really funny. But it's also very much, like, all the questions I had at the end of, like, watching it. But, like, I kept – I tried not to have a whole ton of expectations, and one of my expectations was I was that I was excited for May in Meikuman <laughs> until I saw their names. And I was like, I hate that so much. That, uh, I hate that so much. Like, I, I don't mind Meikuman because Meikuman looks like a Maine cat. And I was like, okay, perfect. But then just May, and they both call each other May May. Uh, that frustrated well, me so the much. Same, so like, I was like, wow. Two sounds. Uh, <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, hmm. and yeah. So, yeah, I guess those are my expectations. And I had so much like of a time trying to like make sense of it while I was watching it. Like, were you able to make sense while you're watching it, or like after, like each quote unquote right. movie? Because it's like um, six episodes. I, I was able to make sense of it as I was watching it, but it's just I think the story didn't really grab me a ton, so I kind of just faded it in and out of like really following along and so I think those are the only times where I was just like wait what happened because I literally wasn't paying attention um <laughs> same Frank but uh same <laughs> yeah no I was generally able to follow along um and just as long as I was paying attention really yeah I know in some parts even when I was paying attention I'm like did I miss something? And I would go back and I'm like, no, this is just this happening. Is what now. It is now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like there are parts of it like where was it like with like the Digimon Sovereign and homeostasis where and like bringing back the Digimon Emperor, that brings you back to um the not ending of O2, where they talk about all this stuff with Ken and like the Dark Ocean and Kari and the Dark Ocean and like her power and uh, and what the Digimon Sovereign is, but then they undercut all that and just stopped that story. And I thought they were going to bring that back oh, up more so here, cool. and they kind of did, but they also didn't. Like, they didn't really explain. 
I thought it was cool, but I thought it was also oh, no. not explained enough. I meant I it would be confused. so cool. Yeah, I'm like, that. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of it was cool, but I was also just like, and even with like the Sovereign, I'm just like, so the Sovereign is a group of Digimon and they do some stuff. Cause I feel like we have seen them before in the past, right. but everything yeah. was just all shrouded in like white light. <laughs> yeah, part. it's uh, like, what yeah it was a story like i feel like that that was a it was a cool story that probably could have been told better and also i'm so sick and tired of anime that involve the word yggdrasil mm -hmm. and homeostasis and like <laughs> please stop <laughs> that's a whole other mm. rant i guess um and i think also just the whole um side i'm sorry what yeah I'm just saying, yeah, like I feel the same way. Like, was uh, like homeostasis is like, I, I get why you would use it, especially in this context for Digimon to like use it as the, the thing to like reset things to make things balanced. But Idrisil, like, was it? It was a couple summers ago. I did a bunch of like Norse mythology, like studying, and that it always comes back in pop culture every one every couple of years. Uh, but if you know right, what Idrisil yeah. means, like meaning like the live tree, that, that, that's Idrisil, right? I can do a quick Wikipedia search. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it's very weird in this context for Idrisil to be a Digimon or a not I don't know. Is Idrisil supposed to be a Digimon? I'm not even sure. It's supposed to be... I know homeostasis is like an entity that... I don't know if they govern over the Digimon, the digital world, if they're like part... Or they're in between the digital world and like the... I think Idrisil is it would just kind of be like a home for like... XYZ type of Digimon, as far as my knowledge, um, my limited knowledge of what Yggdrasil is. But I think also that was kind of another part of, of Try that I just kind of lost interest in was the um, like the introduction of like the like the agency and then like the girl who's actually trying to like do some other stuff and like it was just I don't. I didn't really, and the doctor that like blew up in the in the thing, like it was just, it was just not. It was I, I wasn't a fan. It was not my bag. So that's all. Mm -hmm. No, that's totally fair. I, I feel the same, honestly. Like, um, was Hima Himakari? He 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 Himakari, I think something like that. Um, like her secret thing with like it was like her and that other guy who was like their teacher and they were also digidescent but we've never heard about them before and we never heard about them after <laughs> and i'm like okay so y'all had digimon that were part of the digimon sovereign and like homeostasis took them away from y'all even though even when you were still kids like what it, it, it would have made sense if they were like pre-teens or like pre-adults like young adults like what happened in kazuna like that would have made sense and i was like okay but it seemed like they were sacrificed for something, right. quote unquote. But like, it's it's kind of made unclear because I rewatched I rewatched that episode to try to figure it out, and I'm like, I'm so confused. And I understand like, because she was so young, she had such this big connection to Tapermon, and I was like, oh baby. So she did this whole thing, kind of, <laughs> to like, I I'm not even entirely sure of like how much involvement she really had to, uh 
like right. I, I don't even say steal data because she wasn't stealing data I don't know I don't know but to like get her Digimon back and, and supposedly she drowned in the dark ocean somewhere I don't even know where that's supposed to be yeah, I'm I don't sure, know. sure it's in the digital world but like it's <laughs> uh, she drowned trying to like fly to f- yeah yeah it's it's a mess and then what's his name I just said his name and I already forgot but him <laughs> like trying to get to the O2 kids who they sidelined the entire series which I was like why That's why did you put them in there like, make them like fully fully background why like, tease it if you're like, not gonna follow <laughs> through <laughs> Right, like they were like full on wall dressing, and like, and I don't know, how, like it's a whole like somehow that he got there. We didn't see how, and he was just like, bur- like bust open, like bloody everywhere. And then Ty showed up, and he's totally fine, and he got all into the hospital. Like how Agumon wasn't there to help him. Right, Ty's not strong enough to lift four people, five people. Yeah, there's a lot of. Just so I have no idea. I don't know how many of that happened. Weird questions and like just plot holes and questions and also like i just i don't even really like the the art or like the design and try personally like i just don't like how it's it's so like the colors feel like they're mm. so muted kind of and like i just don't like i don't like the faces i don't like i don't like it mm-hmm. so overall my personal opinion of try is i'm yeah. not a fan i'm fine no. with accepting that it's canon it's just a part of canon that i'm probably not going to watch at least for the next like five years Yeah, same. Like, unless I really need to watch it for a reason, I am going to avoid it. Like, thinking about, uh, like, things that I didn't like, it was definitely like that. Like, the colors for most things are very muted until I got to the Digimon. Like, right. um, the Digimon themselves were very colorful. Like, they were very beautiful and cute. And I was like, yeah. Right. And, like, when they digivolved, they had big pops of color and everything. But I didn't like, I really didn't like the Digivolution sequence. And I thought there was something wrong with me because I didn't like it, but I was like, I, I didn't mind the egg thing, but then it was like 3D arts and they were like floating in weird ways. Like Kakumon looks so It kind weird. of reminded like, me Ugh. a little bit of um, like the first Ew. season or the first, like part of the first season of um, Sailor Moon Crystal where that when they did the, the henshin scenes and they would transform, but mm-hmm. like it was like 3D, but it was off mm-hmm. kind of, it was kind of like it, like it just looked weird with all the different motions and stuff and it's just you know sometimes you don't have to do 3d just like make it 2d and make it look great like that's cool that's fine yeah 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 exactly you don't have to like put all your budget into that and just to reuse it and to reuse it so many times. Like, I think someone has done an analysis of Mm -hmm. how often it was used in each episode and, like, throughout the series. Because it's like they forgot about Warp Digivolving and kept having to go through every single one every single time. I was like, wow, they really don't. I've seen it enough, honestly. Like, if it looked great, then yeah. And I understand if you spent a lot of money on it, but, like, stop. You just had one time to something. You know, I'm only five episodes into Kazuna, so I can't say for sure, but... It seems like the transfer- transformation scenes are fewer and at least look cooler when they do them, but like are also fewer. Again, I'm only, you know, five episodes in, so yeah. I could be completely wrong about that. But for right now, it seems like it's less yeah. and better at the same time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, freaking try. So at the end of a um, what do you think of like thoughts on the end of try and what do you think it adds overall to like the franchise of the end? I think I you know, honestly, I if you remember the end. Really? But only because I just kind of just tuned it out completely by that point. Um, but I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it could be like the, you know, black sheep of the of the franchise and it's got its own cult following. I can respect that. And, you know, I think that if it's treated as canon, which I'm fine mm-hmm. with doing that if it is, I don't actually know if it is or not. I don't know if there's been like word of God or whatever out there about it being canon. But if it is, um, I would say it definitely Mm -hmm. added a lot of introspection about each character that it focused on. Um, I would probably rewatch it. I know that I remembered watching it and like Mm -hmm. my opinion of Mimi improved and I don't remember what happened. So I would probably like rewatch that and just be like, what was it about this that made me like Mimi more? Because like I kind of went from indifferent to like annoyed by her voice again it's a dub thing i just was a fan of her dub voice but um mm-hmm. it kind of just went largely from indifferent to it got improved a little bit so and i did kind of like her in o2 just because i liked her style um practically she has cool style um but yeah I do remember that being a positive. So, you know, I think that's, you know, that's not nothing. So I'm willing to accept that it does add a good amount of, like, kind of backstory to to the 01 characters, 01 kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I definitely wanted, I don't know, I'm trying to think who I wanted more from. What's it maybe Izzy, but Izzy was very much like on his way to becoming like who he is in Kazuna. Like he's already a workaholic, so I'm just like, I can see this. He's just he, he's he has he's always had mm-hmm. a very consistent like through line of like who his character is and whatnot. And his con- his concern was like cranked up to the max oh to the point where he wasn't sleeping and Tensum was worried about him. And I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, their connection. So cute. Uh. So I'm trying to think, well, maybe Joe, but Joe was definitely like gone and studying for so much of it, which was also very much to his character. And half the team was mad at him for not being involved. And he's like, you guys, I have to grow up and like move my life. It's not that I don't love y'all or my Digimon. This is just incredibly important to me and to my future. Cause I don't know if I'm going to have my Digimon for like the rest of my life. And like, um, which one freaking, uh, what's his name? Go, uh, Joe's Digimon. I don't know why I just forgot it. It's so cute. <laughs> Go, Go on, it's, it's so many G's, yeah. I swear. But <laughs> got yeah. Freaking so many of them. But he was um he was there for him because Tentamon gave him the advice. He's like, it's just the same way, but also less involved. So if if you, if you want to be by his side, then you have to be by his side. Mm-hmm. And that's what Goemon did. And I was like, oh, Goemon! Yeah. <laughs> You're so loyal! But it's not like... It was so good. It's not like any of them have, like, bad Digimon who are just like, I'm not going to be around you. And that was another thing, though. That whole thing with um, 
the Digimon mm-hmm. becoming corrupted that they did for like a second with Patamon and then they stopped it. I was like, oh, that's true. Had they didn't really. Did that they one. really? Why did y'all stop that? Think about that because I do remember that happening. And then like, no, and like, oh no, I can't tell anybody. No one can know. Which, if he was ever in a in a zombie apocalypse, he would totally be the one that would like get bit and not tell anybody. He would. <laughs> And then Matt would probably oh, have to like shoot him in the head. Yeah. Which, probably. Oh my goodness. Freaking. That was that was such an interesting character moment. Like thinking of all the things that he, that they've been through, and like, and like, was it Devimon and was it Myotismon trying mm-hmm. to fully corrupt Patamon and Antimon and like the, like him as a holy Digimon, like. They really could have done yeah. something with that, and they really yeah. Did. That seems to be kind of <laughs> it a, made me kind a of theme, upset. and I guess like wow. it's a theme in a lot of like lame stories or like uh, fandoms where like lots of different directors and artists and people have like tried to do different like versions of the, the same general story, where just a lot of like ends just don't get tied, or you just kind of like go in a direction, and then you're just like ah no, and then you go to you know do something else and you just leave that other thing completely out there and don't resolve it um yeah it is because there's definitely yeah it's really unfortunate I would say, uh there's definitely you know places you can go with that stuff like i would have loved to see something about you know the dark ocean or even just um uh, there was something else that i was interested in. i can't think of at the moment but I thought of it before the podcast and then I probably forgot. <laughs> but like, it just would have been really nice and kind of oh, to my yeah. point where I was saying like, I have like a couple of issues with Kazuna. Um, it definitely like, there everybody was in the story and everyone got like a decent amount of, of screen time and like focus, but it did generally kind of just feel like, you know, the tie and match show. And I'm not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's very much what Kazuna right. was. was like, I still it was still really good. I just wish that, like, the same, like, awesomeness that, and, like, development that we got from, you know, Ty and Matt, we could have, like, gotten on anyone, really, just because I know they're, like, probably, I feel like Ty and Matt and probably Ken and then probably Kari a little bit, or and maybe TK are like some of the most developed characters because like you hear about their family life you hear you know you see their parents you uh they talk about like their how they like their feelings and stuff like in a depth that I feel like isn't really so much with the other ones um yeah it would just be nice to like kind of have that too in Kazuna um, but you know, even with that or without that, rather, yeah. it's still a really good series or a really good movie, and it's still really good. And I will definitely watch it again. Yeah, I just heard that. Um, cause, I mean, I already knew this, and I didn't watch it, but they have like this little side story thing for Sora. Like, I already knew that she did this thing where she like wrote a letter to everyone, letting them know why she wasn't going to be involved if there were more Digi battles and why she wasn't already involved. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. They are, that Sora, is a thing. And I know off, like with COVID and everything, it's the production for that's been postponed for, you know, till whenever um, it's safer to 
resume production again. So you're right, there are going to be like some yeah. side stories. And I hope that, like, I kind of hope that they do something kind of like they yeah. did with Dry, where they focus on one or two characters and they really like show their life and they show like kind of how they're managing now while as you know graduating from undergrad and about to go out yeah. into the world and, and such yeah yeah and I, I i can't remember if i actually watched the store one or not but i need to watch that and i can't wait till they do the rest of them i hope they do like actually all the characters that they put on display like even well i don't know no, about, even what's, what's her face, face? Wait, who are we talking about the, uh, What's her face? <laughs> um, well, spoilers for Kazuna. The movie. Oh, she yeah, was essentially the villain. Her. She came no, in. She was no, the Italian no, no, lady no, with no, the butterflies. <laughs> yeah, she honestly she got some good backstory. Like I liked, even if Kazuna ended up being like a series, like a short twelve episode series, yeah, was I would have loved that. Pain, it it might have hurt more, <laughs> but it's it. Yeah, um, but they did a good amount of like backstory on her. Like her introduction was like, oh, that makes sense. And I immediately assumed that she was a digi destined. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm so mm. smart and all this. And I was like, oh, she forced her own maturity essentially, kind of. But that's what like made her lose her Digimon. And I was like, oh, dang. And now she's like spiteful right. to everyone else to get her own Digimon back. One thing I, I did notice, especially that, with that whole kind of- I guess. Uh, with her not wanting to give up her Digimon and not wanting to like grow up and move on like I wonder I don't know if this is true or this is what they were intending but it kind of in a way felt like kind of a reminder to the audience that like and I don't know if this is like the last like incarnation of Digimon uh, well other than the reboot but um, it kind of like made me think you know, yeah. after a point, you know, these Digimon are going to go and they're going to, you're going to have to let, you know, these characters go. You're going to let the story go and you're going to have to move on. So I wonder if they did that kind of as like a, like a tongue in cheek type thing, mm -hmm. nod to the audience thing. Maybe. I don't know. I really like that. Maybe. Just yeah. like at random. I don't like that. <laughs> when I was like in the middle of the night, I think I was like, going to the bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, yeah, no, like, that makes sense. And I get that. But I don't like well, it. I'm like, I, I don't want that kind of realism. That's just going to make me sad. Digimon is definitely, they've definitely kind of, I'm enough to be with, sad like, about. the realism <laughs> of, of, of things, for sure. So I feel like this would be kind of on brand for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, in a really good way. Like, I feel like, hmm, hmm. like thinking about mm -hmm. like Kazuna in relation to Try, they kind of, they, they kind of did like a, a retcon with it where they, I mean, like when you, let me know what you think, but I feel like they did a little bit of a retcon where they didn't mention May at all because I don't know how big of an influence May was on them on the rest of their lives. Cause like, I know they still hung out after, um, her Digivice stopped working and like Megumon mm -hmm. quote unquote died but they're like once a Digidestined always a Digidestined we'll still call you mm -hmm. talk to you and all that kind of stuff and I was like 
they didn't say a word about May, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it would have made, I think it would have been interesting if they would have, like, connected the two somehow, instead of, like, doing this whole, like, Digimon Sovereign thing, and, like, Idrisil and all that stuff, because I was like, not that it makes more sense that it was a person behind it, but, like, a Pokemon and, or a Pokemon, a Digimon and, like, people working together to, like, do this whole thing with, like, uh, because I don't know, they never really explained if May, if Meikumon was a made-up Digimon or something. She was, like, corrupted originally. Like, she had some issue. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really explain that. I guess, and that was really confusing. I want to think that maybe, mm-hmm. you know, if they were still talking and still, but, like, friends mm-hmm. with, with May, they probably just figured, well, she can't help us because she doesn't have a Digimon anymore. So we're not going to call her up. <laughs> probably but like you know i don't i i hope they would still talk to her she seemed like she would be kind of lonely otherwise and sad and that would like I, she wasn't very much of a yeah, very definitely. much in terms of like characters go but like if that <laughs> like if if she were a real person i'd be like well she's still gonna be sad yeah, <laughs> yeah like, she's still be a friend yeah. yeah she's still gonna be sad um and yeah, right. But I mean, think about that in terms of like people losing their Digimon or having to go through something traumatic like that. Uh, that made me think of the other Digimon movies. In the, it's it's technically the second Digimon movie, but in America, it's like, is it the third? I don't, I can't remember. They did this whole thing where they they, oh no, yes. it's 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 a third Digimon movie, but in America, they put all three Digimon movies together as like one thing and it was really weird um how did you feel about those in relation to like Kazuna the latest movie it to me it really rounded it out really well and thinking about what they did in Try and then Kazuna and I don't know if you probably didn't notice this because I I watched I watched it I want to watch it again actually (laughs) I don't know if I want to watch it again but they did this little nod to Izzy still in contact to Wallace yes or Willis (laughs) from yeah, the blonde kid <laughs> and I was like oh I love that that cute little thing because like that makes sense like that he would still talk to Willis who essentially went halfway around the world to follow his Digimon to like be this on top of it and do his best to tell other Digidescent like hey you can help me out with this or look out for this or be careful about this kind of thing I was like that was so interesting I love that it was a very small through line and someone else said that there was a, a like a, a single quick frame where they showed they showed May, but well, it might not be May. Her Digimon is dead. Why would she be? <laughs> but a picture of her? Well, in Kazuna. Yeah. Well, they would be able to because if if it was in Kazuna, the try would have happened before that, and so at some point. May Kuman would still be alive. Or are you talking about? See, this is why both of them being called May is terrible. Um, <laughs> which one are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about May, but they said, you know, I, you know, I'll, I, I'm going to share this video with you. No, you said I there was didn't a picture it, no. of her with May Kuman in That's the movie because I didn't see that at all. Oh, okay. No. Oh no, it wasn't a picture. It was like a like a still frame of the of the movie. Like when um they go through 
because like the O2 kids are going um, right. well they're mostly like in New York but there are other digidestin that are fighting all around the world and they show someone said this I have to go back and see it and like see like see this frame myself they said they showed the, a frame that looks like May and, and she's holding a Digimon and I'm oh like, I see what you mean point, like they're communicating with May her Kumon, though, so that doesn't make any sense gotcha gotcha yeah, I did not see that one. I think I saw the the mm-hmm. Willis one, but I didn't see that. So, like, so yeah, you can definitely send me that video too, yeah. and I'll take it. I can also take a look at it. Cause that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, she wouldn't have a Digimon anymore, yeah. unless like yeah. Well, it could be like with Ken when Wormon died. Well, yeah. died quote unquote because Digimon don't die; they get re- they just get reconfigured. Um, <laughs> and um. He had gone to Primary Village yeah, so and uh, Wormon was reborn, quote unquote. And so he got to like have a Digimon again. So it could have been something like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe she would have a Digimon. They just, unless they just oh, like maybe. decided that that wasn't the thing anymore. I don't know because like Mekumon died in the real world, I think, and Wormon died in the digital world. So I don't know how that goes, what the rules of that are, but. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like with so much of that stuff, they should just like, if they want us to believe a certain thing, like, oh, or even say, same thing with, um, what you call it? What's her face? Himakari's Digimon, um, Tapermon. If that, if that Digimon died in the That's digital true. world, she yeah, should like, be able to go back and get that? the Digi Egg. So, hmm. like, what's her deal? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think there was there's so much like plot holes or like weird inconsistencies certain things, and like I know I understand like somewhat of it if it's like different writers wanting to put cool things in there, but like mm-hmm. you gotta have some follow up to that. And there was some good follow up to certain things in Kazuna, like um like they didn't say anything about Matt wanting to go to space. Yeah, well, except, really actually they, they did at the end. But I was like, like what? Eh, like why? When? Eh. When has he but- ever? <laughs> express any interest I guess I don't know right like that was not a big of a thing but thinking about the through line that they put in through all of the movies including uh was it our war game and then was it the which was two parts and then the Digimon movie with Willis and Kokomon and all that stuff that was really cool and for all all of those, they brought in the whistle, and then Kazuna, they brought back the Aww. whistle. And when Ty blew in that whistle, I swear to God, I moment. cried so much. Yeah, he's doing the yeah. thing. I wasn't expecting it at all. I was like, "Oh my God!" He's doing it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my goodness." Um. So yeah, like, how did you feel about? Well, I guess it was definitely the power of friendship, but the power of like their like, oh, strong yeah. bond, like Gabumon and Matt and Agumon and Ty, like their whole huh, their bond. I thought okay, it. spoilers for Kazuna, y'all. Like spoilers. Uh, <laughs> this whole this whole podcast is spoilers. Um, all of it. But how did you feel about the through line of the first digital, Digimon movies to now? 
like Christina, do you feel like it's a very good like conclusive end? Do you feel like I would not say that someone shouldn't watch the Digimon? Do you show, mean the original, the nineteen ninety nine one? Hmm. Mm. I think. Yeah, I feel like someone wouldn't watch the movies without watching the shows. I wouldn't because they don't really explain anything. They they just assume that they're playing to a very niche audience, which they're right. Like, they're not... Like, if someone's just getting an anime, I doubt that they would do that by watching, you know, Diaboramon Strikes Back. Like, I don't... I feel like they would just be real confused and just like, what is happening? Um, yeah. Also, why is the art weird? I love the art, by the way, but it, it's definitely different from the from the original series. <laughs> I yeah. Like um, yeah, yeah, I like the art a lot too. And I feel like they were trying to go for a, a quasi similar feel when mm-hmm. they did that for Tron. Yeah, but it didn't um, I actually work. just told uh, a friend really well of mine that who expressed interest in watching Digimon Adventure One, and I was like. Just watch the reboot. Honestly, like it's better art, better music. Uh, there's the the Digivolution scenes aren't as clunky, and you don't have to worry about the dub. The dub is just don't <laughs> just watch the just watch the subtitles or read the subtitles. It's it's fine. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> just because like if you have the nostalgia of watching the 1999 series, like, then I feel like you would watch it, but if you're just brand new getting into anime, unless you're, like, six or five, or, like, eight or something, I feel like you're gonna look, like, do, like, the first two episodes, maybe, and just be like, this is awful, the music is awful, the art is awful, the fans are huge. (laughs) (laughs) Why were they all wearing gloves? What kind of camp is this? Right, I don't know. Right, are like gardening, like, or like they have to clean everything why? constantly, so First they're all, all wearing that's... white gloves. Huh? Why? I don't, I don't understand. And <laughs> that, yeah, just <laughs> irritated me. And to like, be fair, they do still have pretty big hands in Kazuna, but like, I feel like they're a little bit more weirdly proportional. Yeah, like they're still big, but they're not. It's not like straight up like yaoi hands. Like it's not just. I can't remember the name of the one Yaoi manga that like Yaoi Hands <laughs> is based off of. Um, uh, oh, I I can't remember either, but it has such bad proportions, like, like tiny heads, giant shoulders, uh, long bodies, giant hands. Um, don't know why that was so popular. Maybe it's because of those reasons. I don't know. But uh, back to the big hands in Digimon. Um, they do seem a little yeah. bit more proportional. They're still big, but it's like it's like an artistic choice, not I don't know how to draw proportions properly. Which is hard. Like, you know, I'm a I'm an artist and I hate drawing hands. Oh my yeah. gosh, I hate drawing hands. Especially when you have to draw them from different distances and different sizes and different mm-hmm. doing different things. Like I hate it. But learn how to do it. <laughs> Yeah, hands are tough. What? Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're um, Horikoshi who draws mm-hmm. My Hero Academia, like him and the guy who does <laughs> true, have, who does Jujutsu Kaisen. Because the they're just like hands in everywhere. My Hero Academia like, that's wow, just hands on the face. <laughs> Goddamn. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like two 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 yeah. villains. Uh, one for my hero. Yeah, hands all over the face, neck, body, all that, and another one in Jujutsu Kaisen who like I don't know if he severs hands, but he definitely like. No, well, this is a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it, but has something a lot to do with it. <laughs> not games, yet, no. And it's weird. I hadn't heard of it. I've watched My Hero Academia. Yeah. Have you watched that show yet? Whatever is on Hulu, but oh, I haven't watched the other one. Nice. Oh, can I reserve at least oh, 10 minutes to rant about how it's, much it's I love Kanye Chiyoji? Uh, yes, please. Uh, Okay, well, how much, what, what are we doing right now? Uh, wait, oh, you didn't tell me about how you feel about the movies, but I appreciate that you did say that you would recommend someone to watch Adventure 1 2020 over the original, because it, it's, it's interesting that you say that, because you're only five episodes in, but as far as I've seen, I'm on like episode 23, I think. They're really good. Yeah, and like, streamlining, I, streamlining, you know, I, I, I form opinions very quickly, really good. but... <laughs> Um, from what I can tell, like, the music is beautiful, like, the art is really good, like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's what the, it's what the story mm-hmm. was in 1999, but it's, it takes place in two, 2000, so, like, I guess, like, arguably, you could say it's, like, an alternate universe, I guess, canon, because, like, they're still young kids in 2020, but, like, it's, it's very, it's a lot, it's just, it's just better, I like it more in terms of style, um, storyline, um, I like them about the same right now, mm-hmm. but again, I'm only five episodes mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Do you like that they, um, decided to do kind of, kind of a similar thing to our war game in like the I, first what do you mean? few episodes of 2020? Like they did the Instead of well, no, they did um, there being oh, a yeah. digital attack while someone is in danger, but they did it as trains. Yeah, they did it as trains instead of missiles. And Izzy and Ty are just forming their friendship, so they're hanging out, and they have to stop it. And they're like, "What's this? what's going on?" And they do talk about the like the thing that happened in the original movie mm-hmm. where everyone who saw Parrotmon and not Algamon, uh, Greymon fight. Like, they're all involved somehow, so people on the net are talking about it, and Izzy's like, all these people are talking about this thing that happened on the net, and maybe that's okay, something I got to do with that, because yeah. there's nothing else um, that it could be. It's so strange. What was the question, then? Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> How do you feel the... Uh, wait, what was my question? Well, I guess my original question was, how do you feel the through line from the first movie to Kazuna worked well? And I had a second gotcha. question well, about, I can answer the first uh, one. I do think it worked well. I think that 2020, I like that the idea <laughs> of actually including real, like, real world danger, just because I feel like with a lot of, especially like action movies and things like that, there's all this destruction while the hero and the villain are fighting and all this, you know, stuff just gets destroyed, stuff gets set on fire. And I'm like, Okay, but like people are dying <laughs> while you're fighting for like you know the next twenty minutes, you just level the city. You know, there's yeah. people there, so I I kind of like there to be 
actual stakes with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just, it makes it seem a little bit more realistic. You know, it's it's obviously it's, you know, media, but mm-hmm. like it makes it seem a little bit more realistic. It kind of like ups the, the ante in terms of um, like involvement, I guess involvement level for me and just like st- not stress level, but just like it being more, you know, engaging, I guess. <laughs> yeah I feel like hmm. not that they dropped the ball on that in Kazuna but they definitely try to mm-hmm. veer away from like um, property destruction they're like let's lead it over here because Le- Parrotmon showed up again they're like let's lead Parrotmon over here to like hopefully stop as much destruction where there aren't people and they, I think they cooperated with the police to make sure people were evacuated mm-hmm. so no one like got injured or died or anything yeah. like that because the news was on top of them about it. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So, hmm. 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 Well, I feel like I can't wait for you to watch more of... I'm working on it. I promise I'll get, I'll get further I'm eventually. Loving it so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time. take your time no rush um because i mean what i did they're up to episode like 30 now what i did because i thought that was going to be like 12 episodes and stop and then wait a couple months and then more episodes i i think it was like they got up to episode like 17 or 18 and i was like okay let me wait for episodes to build up not that i don't want the anticipation mm-hmm. of a new episode every week i just have a bunch of other stuff that i'm watching or like busy with you know so i'll just let those episodes build up and then mm-hmm. watch them when i have time to watch a bunch of them so I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, I kind of do, do in the middle. Usually, like, like I'll watch usually, anime if I'm by like myself, to watch it like, especially like in the before times when I would uh, watch anime with like uh, with my uh, previous <laughs> lover, or if I was watching it with like a friend, we would usually watch like we watch a, a lot, more, way more than I usually do when I'm by myself. Um, Whereas when I'm by myself, I usually will probably do maybe, like, two to four episodes. And then I usually, like, if I find myself getting distracted or, like, on my phone or doing something else, I usually stop. Especially with this stuff, since I don't know Japanese. Um, I actually watch the screen uh, to know what the heck's going on. So I'll usually stop after mm-hmm. <laughs> anywhere between three to four episodes, and then I'll do something else. So I definitely don't, like, marathon stuff anymore. Uh, at least not like I used to. <laughs> That's why it's going to take me much longer to get through. <laughs> I'm going to be real engaged. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I really like to really like to like watch anime, sit down and like pay attention. I know some people are like, oh, I watched it while I'm cooking or yeah, no, I do that with like, like stand-up that? comedians what? and like true crime packs on YouTube. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that with anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. My comedians are like a podcast or like something that I've seen before. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this. So I don't have to worry about like knowing exactly. what the visuals are. Because that's it's impossible. <laughs> so you're loving the new season so far. I feel like I don't want to give you any spoilers, but I definitely feel like if you liked 
Mimi more and try mm-hmm. then you're definitely gonna like her character even more now like I was never huge into Mimi and we're definitely keeping lots of her characterization they're nice. also um giving her I'm a little bit more and I appreciate that they're giving all the characters a little bit more yeah it's, yeah it, it's very enjoyable I'm like wow I, I am loving this and while it still mostly sticks to what happened in 99, it does things a little bit differently. So it's not like predictable. Nice. So that's really, really, really intriguing. That's really interesting, really fun to watch. Yeah. So, is that? So, yeah. And, hmm. I, okay, I think I'm ready for your uh, rant about Ken Ichijoji because he's like, he's number five in my top characters like i love him Fair. but i don't want him to right. with yoli because i don't i feel like i don't know who yoli is, you know? oh. <laughs> okay so part of the story is going to be sad hang in there it's not terribly sad but there there are some sad points uh so oh. when i first watched the series like i liked I don't even know if I even really had like a particularly like a favorite character. I kind of just thought everyone was cool. Um, and the Digimon Adventure O2 came out in like 2000, 2001. Um, I think it ended, I was looking it up before uh, the podcast. And I think the last episode aired in like March of 2001. So um, as we all know, well, anyone who knows uh, Ken's story, mm-hmm. uh, his, older brother unexpectedly passed away he was hit by a car um and he died and like that kind of was that wasn't like the catalyst really I guess for his like downward ish spiral but like it definitely didn't help matters and you know he his story definitely dealt a lot with um you know grief and loss and feelings of inadequacy uh, insecurity, depression, like all types of like just real, like it was pretty dark stuff, but like they were able to present it in a way that it, I don't know, like I actually like paid attention. And like his story, like it was touching to me. Like I thought it was a really good story overall. Yeah. Um, in April 2001, my older brother unexpectedly passed away from a different reason. And the next time I watched the series, like once it was on reruns, um, I remembered I watched the like the first season and then I watched the second season. And when uh, they got to his ep- the episode Genesis of Evil, uh, which was uh, the whole episode was focused on like Ken finding his heart and, you know, trying to figure out what he needed to do to wake up because he was in, like, some, like, self-induced coma thing when he got back home after he stopped being the Digimon Emperor slash Kaiser. Uh, Yeah. And, like, his whole story, just, like, feeling like no one ever paid attention to him because everybody was always focused on his older sibling and, like, just being, like kind of just pushed to the side and kind of ignored and then losing his brother and then grieving that and not really grieving it in a healthy way. And then feeling like he has to, you know, be the best sibling, like the best child ever. Like he has to excel in all of his schoolwork. He has to be great in sports. He has to be, 
you know, all of these things. And while still like not really grieving the loss of his brother, not really grieving, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, anything else that was like attached to that and like really figuring out who he was, he kind of just like decided, he kind of felt like, well, I have to adopt like what Sam was. And now I have to like live for both him and me and like that whole thing. And then like Mm -hmm. going to the dark ocean and getting, you know, the digivice and just like his kind of turn into like evil quote unquote. And when like a lot of it was just like, a really, really like hurt, traumatized kid trying to cope and doing it in all the bad ways um, was definitely something that I related to um, after my after my brother passed away, but also just as I became kind of like a preteen and a teen and just trying to like figure my way out in the world. Um, one thing that I really appreciate with his story is that even with all of this stuff, even with his you know tragic backstory the fact that he inflicted harm and inflicted pain and inflicted destruction wasn't just immediately forgiven. Like he had to earn his happy ending. He had to earn that shit back. And he had to deal with the fact that, Mm -hmm. you know, Digimon and people alike hated him and thought that he was awful and thought that he was, you know, this terrible, irredeemable garbage human. And that, you know, he just like all, you know, the worst things you could think about a person. And I appreciated that because I feel like a lot of times in like badly written stories, you know, a villain has like a tragic backstory and it's written in a way that kind of like is supposed to make it all okay and all the harm that they've done make it like, well, this is why. And while that can, you know, describe a person, it doesn't, you know, excuse them from their actions. It doesn't, you know mean that you don't you don't get to be held responsible for the for the damage you caused and the fact that his crest was the power or the crest of kindness was very i don't know it was it was it stood out to me just because he definitely was not kind and like on a personal level i you know deal with a lot of issues that um kind of have manifested themselves in such a way where I, you know, sometimes have acted out in unkind ways to other people that I care about, or even people that I don't care about. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it's a daily reminder to choose kindness, when you could be awful, and you could be vindictive, and you could be spiteful and revengeful and all these things. You know, it's a, you have to, especially for myself, I have to just constantly remind myself to choose kindness and I think that his story is very kind of relatable to that because Mm -hmm. you know we've both gone through very similar traumas of losing an older brother unexpectedly and having to pick up the pieces and not doing it so well and having to kind of deal with various traumas and come out of the other end of it as a good person um and that's why I plan on getting a tattoo of his crest. So. No, that's pretty oh, much the end of it. I just, I yay. really appreciate his I'm character. Sorry, guys, I appreciated it back when I was 12. And I appreciate it even now that I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I honestly kind of feel a similar way because was it like I loved was it like not just Ken because of all those things that he went through and like how they wrote him. I was just like personally, I was like, oh, I get that they like. Uh, that he has to go through like a redemption thing and the coma thing i was like oh that was unexpected because that was like probably the first time i had seen that in any sort of animation where a villain had to not just cope with what he had right. done exactly with he had to figure out he, who, who he, he wanted before, to be like he, not the Digimon emperor not ken's little brother or sam's little brother not you know the ichijoji's son like he has to figure out who he wants to be and like he had to choose what that was going to be in I think that his his crest lent lent itself very well because he seemed like he was just, you know, at the basis of him, a very a sweet kid. He just had a lot. He just had a shit hand dealt to him, and didn't cope very well. Which I mean, mm-hmm. kids don't people don't cope well when they're dealt traumas. That's yeah. that's the whole magic of trauma. <laughs> it makes you. It can potentially make you into a person that's not yourself, and you gotta. Once you realize that, you got to dig yourself out of it. And it's hard, but, you know, you got to do it if you want to be who you want to be. Very that. Very, very that. And, like, I didn't think about that when I was that young until now because um, I guess I went through a similar thing. My sister didn't die, but she was essentially, like, kicked out of my house. And I was very young and I feel like I needed her. And I felt in a similar way as Ken where like, mm-hmm. like I was always, I was always a smart kid, the good kid and all that stuff. So my mom and like my aunts put a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. me to be, not, not just me though, like me and all of my other uh, cousins, because it was always like the oldest sibling who ended up doing all the bad things, I guess, in their parents' eyes, you know? And I was just like, man. And like, I, hmm. I guess, I don't know, I kind of felt like Ken where like, I didn't want to, like, trust right. these other kids because they didn't know anything about me. Like, my cousins, like, like we know a lot about each other, but not, like, everything, everything. But having that pressure of our parents to be perfect, to be, like, this mm-hmm. all, like, all good things kind of a kid was a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, I also felt very outcast I didn't understand why why Ken felt so outcast right because I was like well he's smart and he's cool and all this stuff I was like you know what these are other people's perceptions that they're putting on to him of who they think he is and why they feel like they can't be close to him or whatever and he's yeah. just like I'm just gonna not deal with any of these other people because I don't I can't deal with any of their shit <laughs> and I'm like that's real and when I was a kid uh well up until like maybe I was like 24, I guess, um, I was bullied all through school and not feeling like I could relate to other kids and like feel like a part of their group, a part of their, like like a peer to them. I was just like, well, shit, I'm just going to be over here and be by myself all the time. And it really related to me how Ken was by himself all the time, like without his older brother and without being able to relate to yeah, it's a, age, it tackled some it rough shit like alone. And I was like, depression. Damn, talked about loss, love this man. like kind of. Hmm? Anxiety and like, like it, just I was just saying, you know, even like Cody's like anxiety because he had so much anxiety um, like as well. And, in a and similar Stingmon way, Stingmon literally went to can, the yeah. digital world to like destroy the rest of those control spires because they felt solely responsible 
but they were will like I think it was like right before um Ken and 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 Davis Daisuke got to or learned how to DNA digivolve and Ken was literally like I don't care if it kill like he doesn't say this because he can't say die and never say die in cartoons but um like he's literally like I don't care if this kills me that's the price I have to pay and <laughs> like it's still a case of him not handling his shit well but it you know it it kind of showed that. Mm-hmm even though he had like what seemed to be a really like warm, warm and happy ending at the end of Genesis of evil. I think there was an episode in between and then they got back to that. Like, you know, the whole, what's the saying healing isn't linear. Like he, you know, went from feeling really good to straight up suicidal. Like that's real. That's real shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very real. Yeah, and I love that they did like that. Like that's some of the writing that I really love about O2. Yeah. The, the writing of like of like pushing Davis with his main character syndrome that got on my nerves. But like, like it made me really just want Ken to be the main character because he had so much more like right main or character even TK. Traits like about he had the most experience out of the, well him and Kari like one the of them. asshole essentially. Was just like, oh my god. Yeah, I literally thought okay, like TK was gonna. Be the leader, and TK still essentially felt like the leader, but Davis just wanted to be the leader. He's like, "Well, I have the goggles, so I'm a leader." I wear a hat. You just look good in goggles. I have a square head; it doesn't work. I always wear a hat. (laughs) Oh god! Although I will say, when TK whooped Ken's ass, and like in like the bottom of the the, his whatever control room place, whatever, (laughs) I was loving it. Like it was, it was just real good because. Ken also needed his ass beat. Mm-hmm. He was being a little shit. He needed his ass beat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. TK was great. Like, you can come catch your hands for all that you've done. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love that you want. And it's so interesting how some people, like, can't... <laughs> fully understand don't that understand. Like, well, it's just you like, had to be there some cartoons or something it's like no you don't understand you don't understand <laughs> so you have to be there um and that's why next time yeah. there's a convention in town and we're in the same town and they're having you know conventions again that's safe i really want you to come to one of the digimon panels there's this guy i've been going to his digimon panels for years and it's one of my favorite things about conventions because He'll talk about everything that's happened before, his impressions of like the old stuff, and and he'll tell you like what's mm. coming new, including the games. And I feel like there's not nearly enough press about it. Like if you don't really go search for it, so so these panels are always really really good, informative like basis for what's happening cool. with Digimon, and it's just so fun. And you can talk to other Digimon fans and everything about it. That's it's awesome. Just, and it's the same guy that, that does. Full, he's a full-on panels, adult, like, like a with a wife and a child, and, and they still talk about Digimon cool. all the time. I'm like, yes. Yep. And sometimes he'll even do screenings of like new stuff, like the first two episodes of Try that came out. We watched them nice. in his hotel That's room cool. and stuff, and just like shared all the That's food cool. that we got from the convention hall. It was great. Whenever, yeah. yes, whenever we're in the after yeah. times. Definitely got to invite you whenever pan, uh, cons right. are happening again. Yeah. 
Hmm? Yes, the after times, whenever they may come. Right. Yeah, we're coming up on uh, be- AMQ the first year. This is the first said, year. I'll getting and- a vaccine soon, but. Oh gosh, I don't even know how many. I mean, it's not that old of a con, but probably like five years, six years that I won't. Well, no one's going, but this is the first year. Yeah, I saw that. They, I mean, just like in like the the physical sense, I guess. Well, they're yeah. do, they're doing it online. I, I saw they're doing something actually. on Discord. I'm gonna probably check that out and see see what that's about. The physical sense, yeah. I was entertaining the idea of doing um getting together a lust cosplay from Full Metal Alchemist, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I am lazy. I'm so lazy. Uh, uh, I don't know. I put on a decent uh, amount of okay, weight well, in the last few months. I have a dress that you might be able to wear. I'm. I need to get a dress because I would like to do that as a cosplay for a con in the future. But yeah. um. Hmm. I'm lazy. I'm just, I'm so lazy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm crazy, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> Same. I'm very lazy. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, hmm. Hmm. No, I feel that. I have some recommendations I can like it's send you. True. Not links, but just like, well, I can tell you not. I guess like go to Rainbow because they have really nice, like simple black dresses. You're right. With, like, I'll I'll definitely yeah, like, like I feel plunge. like it's also gonna be an easier cosplay because like I just need to get a black dress yeah. with a deep plunge, black gloves, we sell them at my store, uh like a black, like wavy kind of curly wig. I feel like that's gonna be an easier find than trying mm-hmm. to find like a you know, neon orange ponytail with whatever thing, whatever Yu-Gi-Oh ha- Yu-Gi has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God, no, that's too much work. Like, if <laughs> if I don't want to do Lust, Wait, I'm definitely not going to want to do Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! Because that's all just specific things. Right. I've seen some good ones, but no. Yeah, oh. that's, that's too yeah, much. Yeah, because I, I would can't. probably try to make it myself. And <laughs> I know people who, like, specifically make second. those wigs now, which is great, but I'm like, that's expensive. No. <laughs> yeah, that would not be as enjoyable. All right. But, um, hmm. I guess that's all we got for Digimon right now until you catch up to the new stuff. Of course, this was a this was a treat. I enjoyed. Yeah. Myself so for a now, lot. thank you so much, Ash, for joining us. Yeah, me too. I really loved connecting with you over <laughs> Digimon because I mean we already connect the with each other of the via world. Also anime. the hatred of the world and also anime. So it was very very enjoyable. <laughs> well, I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm so glad you can join me. Uh, definitely let me know if you want to do some watch parties of any anime or Digimon cool. at all. We could definitely Sounds work that out. Good. Like Brad has a thing. We could definitely catch up that way. So yeah. Thank you so much everyone for listening. This has been the Tiny Mike Talks podcast, Digimon edition episode one <laughs> with my special guest, Avery X Machina. I've been your hostess, Lavis Jules. Thank you for listening. And I'll be listening next time. Stay sparkly, y'all. Bye.
Despite appearing in the shadows of Pokemon by people trying to desperately to market at the same time, Digimon is very much its own thing. They do cover many of the same themes, like, uh, is it really good to be using these monsters that obviously feel emotion and pain to fight one another? And is it the best plan to send out a 10-year-old or a group of 10-year-olds out to solve the world's problems and save it? But there's one thing that Digimon has always offered that keeps it definitely separate from Pikachu. Remember back when I talked about Digimon pets dying if you don't take care of them? Well, that happens quite a bit in Digimon. Monsters lose in battle and while often reincarnated as eggs to begin a new life. It still means that life and death are on the line. And the characters you love from the adventure branch of the franchise, Tai, Matt, Izzy, Sora, Mimi, Joe, TK, and Kari, yeah, well, they all grow up and get their own lives and eventually have to grapple with the fact that adulthood doesn't really mesh well with having a two-foot-tall monster pal that follows you around. I don't know why. So, if you're hesitant to dive into the new adventure series, don't look at it as a remake. Maybe look at it as the egg that comes into being when the old timeline passes on. Digimon Reborn for a new life of TV series and video games and collectible cards and manga and virtual pets. And who knows? Maybe you'll like it. I mean, they are the champions, after all. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we all know the drill at this point. You know the drill. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at looking underscore lavish underscore jewels. Follow the podcast at Tiny Mike Talks Pod on Instagram and at Twitter. And follow me for all the extra juicy bits on Patreon for more at patreon.com slash lavishjewels. Yeah. And with all that Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon not the champions. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon not the champions. I forgot how that happened. Alright, see you later. Bye bye. Thank you again to Tim Blue from Crunchyroll. I couldn't have said it better myself. Shout out to him.